Boo. Gotcha. Welcome to Conversation. Oh, we're all doing it? I thought it was just it's Jasmine. One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. It's the spooktacular saving. <laughs> I'm going to edit in a lot of spooky sounds right now. Right now. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's almost Halloween, so we thought we'd do a Halloween special. And it... <laughs> the funky monkeys is coming. I would like to tell you guys that sometimes while I'm walking along the sidewalk, I uh, I randomly scream. You know, you never know when I'm afraid of a car or hey, when I. <laughs> It sounds like uh, you're having some sleepwalking paralysis. You're having wanna... the the old witch sit on your chest and not let you get up for the morning. I actually have sleep paralysis. Tell me about it, because that's pretty fucking scary. Um, actually, I'm not as scared of it as I am now. Like after taking physiological science and a lot of life biologies, mm-hmm. um, you're not as scared anymore. Yeah, as opposed to. My younger self, like when I was a kid, because I used to, I used to have it like when I was a lot younger. I used to have like, um, uh, what are night tremors? I used to have night tremors. Um, oh God, what is that? Sl- you just shake in your sleep? No, no, it's a. Uh, you have like this extremely vivid, scary dream, and sometimes like you sit bolt upright and you're screaming night and you're terrors. Night yeah. terrors. Is that what I said? Tremors, you said. Oh, I meant terrors. Yeah, okay. Um, and you like bolt upright in your in your sleep, and sometimes you can be screaming and stuff like that. And in some cases, you still think you're in your dream. And I used to have the uh, the same dream repeatedly. Like I would have the same dream for like two weeks, and it would be gone for a little bit, and like in another month, it would come back, and it would be like for another week, same exact dream. I could tell it, like, detail by detail, and as a kid, I would always wake up screaming and crying. Oh, my God. That fucking it was, sucks. It was that vid. Oh, the, the dream always ended with, um, uh, you know how, like, superhero movies go in slow motion? While there were, like, four or five bullets penetrating my stomach. Like, oh they, my were, God. they were, they were starting to break the skin. That's when I would... I would wake up. and That's um, creepy. That's sleep. past life. <laughs> um, well, my parents told me that it was going to come true if you have a dream um, <coughs> more than... more than uh, If you have a dream repeatedly, it's supposed to come true. But you don't die if you wake up right before you die. Yeah. Jasmine, so how, okay. oh wait, how about that dream where the fucking dinosaurs came down my street? I've had that seven, eight, nine times... <laughs> Are fucking dinosaurs gonna walk down the, my street? Modern at any point science, in my life? man. Modern science. 
<laughs> that's, well, that's all I'm saying. It's a oh, tested man. theory. Once a dream happens seven oh, times, man. you know it's going to come what true. What if your dream, if we could line up your dream with like the events that happen in the newest Jurassic World, or Jurassic, you know, Jurassic <laughs> oh, series, Jurassic I World. I predicted the movie. Yeah, what if you did predict scenes from that movie? That would be really crazy. Well, I, did you I predict my reaction to that movie? Because fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, in my dream, I just kept looking out the window and seeing some guy who was totally unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! No, I well, don't remember Jasmine. any scenes from the movie in uh, in my dream. For right. I want to I want to um, ask right, you a sleep question. Sleep paralysis. Let me let me actually answer that question because I never did. <laughs> all right. Um, I grew up extremely Catholic. Extremely Catholic. You know, if someone asked you religion, mine would be like super extra extremely Catholic. But um, I used to have sleep paralysis, which is. Basically, your brain wakes up before your body does, and there's a disconnect between your brain and your um, your spinal cord, like right at the stem. And it it could be like literally a ten second lapse in the time frame, but while you're in that state of sleep paralysis, I feel like it goes on for hours. And uh, there's been a couple times with uh, with Adam where like I was. I was literally trying to scream for him because you, um, you're awake and you wake up and you, you open your eyes, but you never actually open your eyes. So you're like fighting and you're trying to open your eyes and you can't Ooh, move God. over and move your body. You can't even like wiggle your fingers oh, and toes as much terrible. as you try. You can only think. Yeah. What and there's, a, there's this compression on your chest just because, uh, you're still breathing in a really, really low, um, it might even still be, like, stage four REM sleep. Yeah, and that's why everyone, like, reports yeah. seeing a woman sitting on their chest or a I fucking mean, demon. I've, I've never seen anything sitting on my chest because I've never been able to open my eyes. Um, I would say the scariest times happen when there's a cover going up. On my face, like, accidentally while I sleep, a cover goes over my face. That's terrifying because there's, like, an extra layer of stuff. Like, usually my face is open to the it's air. It's skin so o'clock. Can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but growing up, my mom told me that was the devil trying to get me. That was the mm -hmm. devil trying to take my Thanks, soul mom. to hell and um, a demon <laughs> trying to inhabit my body. Oh, oh sweet. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're the best. Okay, that, so, that makes sense. So that that happened to me a lot as a kid, and I was really terrified because on top of that, I also had my parents telling me that when I was born, something came back with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they had to have an exorcist on a one-day-old, you know? Wow. And then there, there's all these other stories where, like, like... She's throwing up. She's throwing yeah. up. She's possessed. <laughs> Get the Bible. <laughs> there's, like, there's all these other stories where, like, my, uh, my father learned I was um, in my mother's womb because he had a dream where his cousin, who got shot point blank in the face and was dead, came back to him in a dream and told him that my mother was pregnant and he was gonna and that the child was gonna be named Jasmine and that he was gonna be the guardian angel. And my, what did my parents do? They believed every word. And on top of that, they went to his grave and played with a Ouija board on it. <laughs> what? That, that last seems part overkill. seems really out of the... That, oh, my God. They played yeah. a Ouija board on it? Why I mean, didn't your dad just go to sleep? 
He could channel him again. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not sure, but speaking of graveyards, I was always horrified of them. And my mother told me, and my grandma actually, that it was also it was always safer to fall asleep in a graveyard as opposed to a church, because um, a Catholic church is just swarming with people's sins that they've confessed to the priest, and uh, you know something can grab you by your legs under the aisle. Oh my or, you god! Know, something, yeah. All those <laughs> sins are there, and those sins are just whispering in your ear, and you know you can turn evil Look by out. the chance it's of gossip. being by someone's like, evil yeah it's that's ridiculous. so They're dumb like yeah it's so much safer to sleep in a graveyard um, <laughs> that's like the dumbest a goddamn thing zombie <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty nuts jasmine so you have an upbringing that involves a lot of this like crazy ass shit so i bet you have some banging ass ghost stories yeah i do or, or it's like, hit me so, with a banging ass uh, ghost story jasmine all right all right, all right. do you want to do you want a family related one or one that's just in my head I want, uh, well, I would like you to elaborate on the second one first. You, <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want to be scared. It's Halloween. I need you to spook me. Give, All me, right, the, the, give me the shakes. The one that, that happens in my in my head is just a, a spooky story that, you know, I come up with on the fly. So it could be completely horrible, you know. All right, let's hear this spooky story. Just here, I'll play some sound effects right now it's gonna sound it's gonna sound so good you guys <laughs> yeah so let's hear it jasmine's spooky story does it have a title no because death never tells you when it's coming that's the title death never tells you when it's coming bam you just watch the creative process happen on mic good ass title yeah that's what i'm saying we're gonna have to, when we record this story, we're gonna take it down immediately so no one can steal it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Give me, give me a name, and um, I'll start from the A. Jezebel. Uh, go for it, Jasmine. Did you say Jasmine? No, Jezebel. Jezebel. Jezebel woke up early one morning. Looking at the alarm clock, she noticed she was actually twenty-seven minutes behind schedule. Ooh. Bad day. But she knew that she smelled like complete ass. And she just couldn't go into an interview like that. So she jumped in the shower, although every time she went into the bathroom, she got this eerie feeling. And she always pulled back the shower curtain just to check if anybody was laying there. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> As she turned in the lights, she thought she saw something flicker in the mirror. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just thinking that it was sleep in her eyes because she didn't actually have any corrective lenses on yet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can imagine whether or not she has glasses or contacts. Can, can, um, can I also imagine that when she's not wearing her corrective lenses, she just has, like, bug, <laughs> wall, bug eyes, like, wall eyes, you know? Like... Absolutely. She's got a lazy eye. They point, point in both directions here. Jezebel rushed into the bathroom, ignoring her eerie feeling. She flickered on the lights and quickly started to brush her teeth. Oh, no! <laughs> you don't want to rush that. At once, her teeth started bleeding. Oh. And for a second, she just thought her toothbrush was 
on too high of a setting, she pressed the button once more, making the automatic setting go to sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Still brushing her teeth, she jumped in the cold, cold shower. Not thinking to turn to turn the water on, at least it helped her pee faster. <laughs> she always made it a point never to shut her eyes in the shower, cause just walking by the bathroom gave her a feeling. Let her know, let alone knowing what standing in the shower could entice. Even if there was soap strolling down her eyelashes. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she told the bird it was just too much to think what could happen in the split second that her eyes were closed what would she feel would it be somebody touching her or would you fall and split her head wide open oh fuck <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Splitting out the toothpaste that had gathered in her mouth, that foamy white goodness. Oh, now we're talking. She <laughs> she noticed that it was still tinted red. She touched her mouth, her cheeks, because they were just so tender. And she noticed that one of her teeth started to wiggle. Knowing that she had had all her wiz- I mean, all her adult teeth in because you have to have, <laughs> to have braces, she knew that her teeth wouldn't be falling out. I mean, losing your two front teeth as an adult, how that's ridiculous. the worst. <laughs> Everyone would know you had dentures. And how would you keep them clean? This is a fucking horrific story. <laughs> <laughs> As she gargled the water to spit out and clear her mouth, she felt something clinking around. Something hard and weird. She knew that she didn't brush her teeth the night before, but she only had flourless chocolate cake. And that doesn't have nuts in it. So what could this be? Spitting into her hand, she sees a tooth. And not knowing what to do next, she sticks her finger in her mouth trying to feel where it came from and she can't find a missing spot. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she wakes up and now she's an hour late. Whoa. <laughs> Is that the end of the story? No, now she actually jumps in the shower and okay. starts taking one, but she still doesn't close her eyes. As she rushes out, she feels this weird sensation on her back. <laughs> And just ignores it. <laughs> Going to work, she, she starts a monotonous day of being a clerk or secretary. And her boss is a complete dick. He smacks her ass. <laughs> she kills him. And <laughs> she cuts his head off and lights his she body on fire. She runs into the bathroom crying. Oh, oh boy. She hides herself in the first stall that she can see. It Take doesn't big shit. It doesn't matter whether it's clean or dirty because she never turned around to look. She didn't notice whether or not anyone else was was even in the bathroom. She just remembers crying and not hearing anything but the sound of her own heartfelt sobs. After she settled down, she walks out of the stall and 
washes her face with some water, trying to clear away some of the red puffiness. And here's something. But she can't remember whether or not she heard anyone before. So as she opens her eyes and looks up, she sees a dark-haired woman in the mirror. Oh, no. And quickly rushes out the bathroom as the light above her sink turns off. Not knowing what else to do, she takes the day off early. She decides to go for a swim in the sun because there's enough sunlight to go around. (laughs) (laughs) She floats along the pool, being one of the first people there in the early evening. There's no one else around. And as the sun sets, she sees the beauty in it. The beauty and the horror and the sadness of another day dying. <laughs> and, oh my god. <laughs> and as she, she's floating there, she knows that she can only hear her breath. The rising and falling of her chest as she, as she floats there in the water. Knowing there's no one else in the water, she turns to dive and swim to the deep end. But as she had corrective lenses in, she keeps her eyes closed, not wanting to get the chlorine in her contacts and possibly getting the readiest eyes in the world. As she swims, she starts to hear something, like a somebody paddling their hands on the water, thinking that it's just another resident. She ignores it and continues swimming forward, hoping that some, if someone was <laughs> hoping that if someone else was in the pool, they would see her before she got hit by them. As she's going so close to the ground, no one ever swims down there. And then she, she lets out the air in her chest. She sinks a little deeper, and her chain gets caught in the drain. There's nothing she can do. She just feels a pulling down, almost like there's a hand clutching her chain and pulling and it and it breaks the chain the cross that her mother gave her oh that's not a on good her sign. 13th birthday oh that's dun, a bad dun. number that was blessed by a priest oh there's a lot of sins in those churches <laughs> <laughs> she starts frantically swimming towards the surface of the pool hoping that the moonlight will lead her the sunset the dusk anything what didn't i just hear somebody in the water can't somebody help me i i could have sworn i heard a paddle or somebody jump in nothing but a cold hand dragging her down by her neck oh shit (laughs) suddenly somebody pulls her up and she doesn't know what happened. She she looks at him. She wonders if there was anyone else in the pool. Was this all him? <gasps> it's, it's too real to tell. She uh she rushes a thank you, a heart a heartfelt thank you, but is very very too scared to really comprehend the situation. As she rushes to her apartment, and turns on the warm water. She disobeys her one rule <laughs> for living. She closes her eyes. And in that moment, oh, no. the woman who committed suicide in that bathroom 10 years prior takes her with her. Oh. And she opens the 13th gate to hell. Damn. Damn. <laughs>
That was amazing, Jasmine. I don't I've, think I've ever had a fright that delightful before. <laughs> a scary story by you know, I know, I know the psychology of comedic relief, so I try to throw it in there. Yeah, I know. I kept going like, what, what's going on here? I'm, I'm relieved. I'm, you know, she's, she's relieving the tension and then building it right back up. I don't know what's going to happen. This is amazing. Uh, My original was story amazing. was going to have the... Uh, you, you know what those things are called where if you believe in an idea, like a ghost, so much it becomes real. And whatever you believe Ooh, it does. It, a tulpa. A tulpa. My original story was going to be about a tulpa. And I had it completely fabricated. And I couldn't remember the word tulpa. So I 86'd it. What do you think about <laughs> tulpas, Adam? What do you think about uh, tulpas? I think tulpas are uh, like religion. Sorry, I'm not Adam. I just wanted to throw that. Well, because I know that I know that Jasmine and I were already familiar with what tulpas are, and I, and like I feel like we're uh, I don't know, Jasmine. Are you kind of down with that idea to a certain extent? To a certain extent, I am. Um, I feel like tulpas can they don't have to be something scary. Like if you like take the book for um the secret for instance. Uh, what they're telling you is to believe X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And you condition yourself to look for these cues. And as soon as they happen, you know, yeah, it just... Yeah, and you're like, uh, oh, I, I thought this to life. Yeah, it, it just um, backs up your belief. Reinfor- so, yeah, it reinforces your belief. So, in the sense that a tulpa could be a ghost or, like, a killer or something, I... I think that could be completely true. Not maybe not in the sense of supernatural, even though vampires are real. But um, <laughs> in the sense that, uh, say, somebody creates the story about a certain kind of killings, yeah, and a similar killing uh, arises in the news, people are going to attribute that. So there, I feel like there's different variations with tulpas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you a real st- scary story if you want that's semi-related to tulpas and, uh, and like, psychics and shit like that. There's a lot of mystique in this story if you guys want. This will be this will be my story corner. We'll go around and we'll all do a story. Wait, can I tell you something? Yeah. Um, my grandparents and my parents used to always tell me um, stories about people that ha- – that were in our family, but it would be like them being chased by demons, but but it was a hu- a demon and a human and like crazy shit like that where like they told them not to go to prom and then this girl disappeared. Or like mm-hmm. my grandma moved to a new neighborhood and she was playing with this girl or she thought she was because the girl had been dead for 30 years, you know, Whoa. like stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. my grandma had told me that like, uh, uh Something that she completely believed in that was a life event that well, happened to her in her childhood, you know? I'll tell you a life event that my mother told me. Oh, uh, you mean when she ran from us and scared the shit out of me? <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, one time Adam and Jasmine came over to my house and my mom was there and she just like ran upstairs for some reason. I yeah. love you, mom. I, mean, I, I mean, still don't know why you did that, but I love I you. Was I was carrying like big ass heavy PVC pipes and you have a double door, which I wasn't expecting after I like... I like fashioned the first door open, and it took tremendous effort. 
I, uh, your mom was literally standing at the handle of the second door and we made eye contact and I thought she was going to open it for me. So like I, I hold back a second and then like I see her arm and we make the eye contact and she just runs upstairs. I'm like, oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and it made me think that I was in the wrong house. So I got, <laughs> I got really, really scared because I know in Florida, if you trespass, like that's a means for somebody to shoot you. That's probable cause right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, she told me later that she wanted to shoot you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story about, about actually about her that she told me. Uh, this this takes place when she was in high school. Now I'll give you some of the background. Uh, man, I, I thought you were gonna say it took place while she was teaching and she had like a devil child in her class. Well, I'll tell you this. So <laughs> she experienced this in high school, but doesn't end up remembering the story until she's teaching her class, sixth grade. This is circa two thousand five. So let's go back in that time machine and just imagine my mom is teaching a sixth grade class. They're talking about scary stories, and bam, she remembers this memory that she's had repressed. She, she said she started crying. That's basically what she said. She's like, I started Man, crying. That in class. story was too scary. So let's let's begin. Dum 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 dum. Now the story starts with my grandmother. She was friends with this like uh, psychic lady who lived in Philadelphia, who was apparently such a good psychic that the Philadelphia police like sometimes would have her help with homicide cases and stuff, which sounds fucking ridiculous, but I guess whatever works. Could she have been a zombie? Because sometimes when zombies eat brains, they get the memories. Okay, I, I yeah, I think I think that's what it was. But no, um, uh, so so this this psychic lady, uh, she apparently used to wear like a big ass cross, like like a foot long cross, and a Rick my, Ross cross. A Rick Ross cross. That's what she called it. And everyone was like, "What does that mean?" And she was like, "You'll see. I'm a psychic." Um, <laughs> But uh, my mom is one of ten kids, so she's the third. So she has two older sisters, and they babysat for this woman because she had two twins, and they babysat for this woman. But they both quit without saying why. Dun dun dun. So I then can it's only my imagine. mom's turn. They come to her and I say, "Hey, we'd like you to babysit." She's like, "All right, I'm like 16. I'll fucking do whatever." Man, she didn't ask her sisters about anything. Like her sisters never said anything. I'm sure the two sisters had to have talked. You know. I can't. I can only imagine my mom at sixteen is pretty naive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love still exists. <laughs> Burn. No, no. I love you, Bob. I love you, Bob. Um, she's gonna take that the wrong way. She's gonna be like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> I mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, but uh, so, basically, she starts babysitting for these people, and. They're watching the twins, and they went to, like, some kind of opera or something that night, the husband and the psychic woman, and suddenly the lights go out, and the twins, the identical twins, grab my mother, pull her under the kitchen table, and they're just like, don't fucking move. Like, don't move. And my mom's like, what the, what is, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this? What is happening? And suddenly the door bursts open and she just sees like these big like boots like from a dock you know like big thick sailor boots and she just hears all this banging like bang 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 suddenly the lights come back on the kids get out from under the table and they run to the phone and call their mom at the at the opera yeah and the mom comes right home but when my mom comes out from under the table 
all of the cabinets in the kitchen and all the drawers were open. But this was like in the matter of like um maybe a minute or less That's than a minute. Crazy. You know that's what I mean? Creepy and shit. the woman comes home and pays my mom and never tells her what happened. And that's why. And my mom was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not babysitting for you anymore. That's some insidious whoa. ass shit. Yeah, yeah well, that's then some what horror movie is, shit. What ends up happening later is uh, she tells one of her twins, this is when they're older, she says to her son, her daughter, don't drive on this specific day. Don't drive on this day. Or don't travel, is what she said. And the daughter did thought like, okay, don't travel, don't go on a trip or whatever. So she like drives to Shoprite and gets into a crazy car accident. Yeah, there dies. are so many stories in my family like that. Like, don't go out like after at night on this day. Well, then and, my like, mom shit calls. Like that. Then my mom calls this psychic when she's in college because she had a show on the radio. My mom calls in because the people in her dorm are like, call in, you know this lady? It'll be funny. It'll be funny. My mom's like, ah, I don't know. Like, I don't really want to fucking call this lady. But she calls her, and the person's like, hello, uh, caller, blah, blah, blah. And my mom gets so nervous that she doesn't say anything. And this lady goes, no, I know you. I know you from somewhere. And my mom was like, click. And that was like the <laughs> end of that. But that shit was, that's a pretty crazy story. I love that story, man. Yeah, that's that's that a creepy one, crazy. man. I would probably uh, I'd probably lose my fucking mind. I'd at that point I'd be like, all right, somebody needs to fucking tell me something. Like I don't yeah. care whether you think it's a ghost or th there's like some abusive grandfather who works at the dock and gets drunk and comes home and like slams shit around and then leaves. Somebody has to tell me what the fuck happened. Is he a fucking T Rex? He can't see under a table. <laughs> <laughs> well, the table um, has a force field around it. As a as a kid, I was convinced that the house I grew up in and my uh, my grandparents' house on both sides were haunted, actually. Um, the house I grew up in, first of all, two people died in my parents' bedroom. And I don't know if it was the effects of having a really large hall, you know, if it was the AC or anything, but sometimes the door would randomly slam shut. And on top of that... <laughs> The uh, you sometimes you it looked like a shadow, but um, the lights in my parents' bathroom wouldn't work at all. Like with new lights, getting the fixtures gutted, and you know new things installed, nothing, nothing would make the lights work in my parents' bathroom. So I was horrified, <laughs> especially because the two people who died in there were like Nazis. They found a box of their stuff, and, like, it was, you know, crazy Nazi shit. But uh, I remember... Don't use the Nazi showers. That's always a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I there, There's a couple things that made me really afraid at that house. Door slamming, no lights in the bathroom. Um, aside from that, I was horrified of my closet because it only had tracks on the top, so the bottom would swing even if nothing had touched it. Sometimes it would just swing, mm, and that's scary. I, to me, the laws of, of you know momentum and you know movement and shit like that. I'm thinking it's only gonna swing if something touched it, and if the door is closed and I'm the only one in my room and I'm laying on my top, I'm staring at it. I'm not fucking touching it. <laughs> so why the fuck is it moving? Yeah, that scared me. And then um, there was an instance where it was me and my cousin on the top bunk and like two or three of my other cousins on the bottom bunk. And we were supposed to be asleep. And, you know, if there's more than three kids in a the room, there's no way they're going to sleep when you say get the fuck to sleep. 
And um, my uncle hid under the bed and was shaking the bed. And I had one of those flower disco lights, so there was there was illumination in the room, although it wasn't enough for us to feel safe to get on the floor and look. And my cousin kept saying, like, hitting, you know, on a bunk bed, you can push your feet up through the bars and, like, move the top mattress. He was like, look under the bed. And I was like, you're the fucking oldest. Like, you look under the bed. Like, if anyone could handle a fucking monster, it should be you, because you're, you're like, a whole year and a half older. Like, what the (laughs) fuck is this? Did I tell you how when I was a kid I wanted to convince my younger brother that he was a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> I actually found a website where you could find like dead animals. <laughs> I was gonna like start leaving them around and being like, "Don't tell anyone about this. Don't tell dad." Just squirt Just... some blood capsules in his bed. I was like, "They're not gonna understand, but I have your bed." <laughs> um, Adam, I wanted to ask you if you could. I mean, I know you might have a story in mind yourself, but I would love it if you could tell that story about the black baby. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, that was in... Give me that black baby story. Black baby story. Here we go. Um, All right, wait. The one reason I was scared of my grandparents' house was because sometimes um, it would sound like somebody was calling you. Like, this one time, I thought I swore I heard my younger sister calling my mom from the bathroom like asking for toilet paper but my sister was was like a hundred miles away so it was really really weird and like in instances like that my aunt has stories where like she heard somebody calling her from behind and she turned around and checked like three times and the third time like whatever it was just like pushed her so hard that she fell on the ground and she was like pregnant at the time and uh if you hear somebody calling your name three times and no one else is there it's the devil that's but at my grandma's house our pictures used to fall off the wall i've only heard somebody call my name once (laughs) (laughs) no seriously it's kind of weird but a couple times when i've been in the house by myself i've heard like seamus and i'm not sure it's probably i mean i'm assuming now it's just my brain fucking with me because like every time i'm like I'm going to have to not acknowledge that. <laughs> well, maybe you're so good at not acknowledging it the first time that the devil just gives up and goes on to easier prey. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Well, Adam, could you tell us that story, man? I'd like to hear that. Uh, that yeah. Uh, the yeah. Black baby it's story. the black baby story. And uh, I have a couple weird stories that I can that I can talk about. But I think the reason why I find them weird is because I never like I used to make fun of Seamus like every time I saw him for it believing in ghosts and aliens and weird shit like that i was like dog you believe in ghosts for real no, like, as ghosts. a kid i definitely yeah definitely i mean i would have thought you were ridiculous because as a kid i was like there's no such fucking thing as ghosts like, I feel your brain's like crazy. If we you think there's sw- ghosts now no i don't fucking think there's ghosts now <laughs> oh, you, know, you, were, you were setting that up like you changed your mind yeah, or something. I, I feel like if if you could have spent a year in my childhood you would have been You're... ghost the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your mindset you would you would understand my uh, my mindset a little better. I think I understand the mindset. I do. I understand like this. Uh, I mean, maybe I don't, but I feel like I understand how it happens when somebody says like, "Well, I don't know." Like, I you kind think of you ghosts. know me? What I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to set up this story because <laughs> you know Jasmine is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, you just yeah, a big believe I'm here. So I'm saying this because at the time where this black baby story happened, <laughs> I did not believe in ghosts, and I never believed in ghosts. I still don't. 
so I'm saying like this is a ghost story from somebody who doesn't believe in ghosts, right? Yeah. So what happened was I was in my old house. We don't, or my family doesn't live in this house anymore. And um, I was just going to the bathroom. I forget. I don't think there's anything significant going on before this, but I just went to the bathroom, and it was late at night. I remember that. I was going to bed, and I shut the door, and out of the corner of my eye in the bathroom after I shut the door this little black baby was black baby girl like pink onesie and a pink headband was uh behind me sorry my phone's ringing thank you so I out of the corner of my eye I see this little black baby behind me and I turn around and there's nobody there and for a second I was like maybe I just saw my sister but my sister was like eight at the time and this baby was like two uh I would then I was like all right well maybe so maybe I just saw her and like she ran out the door, but the door was shut, you know. And I, I swore. Maybe there I was saw a black this. baby in your house. Maybe there was a black baby in my house that was like selling my brother weed and just jumped out the window. <laughs> 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 what if it was a ghost of a baby that your mom had? Uh, what are they called when they when they have kids in your house? Foster parent. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the timing would work out for that. I don't know. I couldn't come up with any explanation. But I would still freak the fuck out. Also, in the house that we moved in after that, I would always do some sneaky shit at night, whether it was on the internet or TV or something, right? I was always sneaking around because I was a fucking sneak. But I was always listening for people walking around upstairs, you know? Because if my parents started walking around, I had to hide whatever I was doing so that if they walked downstairs, they wouldn't see me doing it. And I would constantly, at 2, 3 in the morning... The hear witching hour? The witching hour. Hear footsteps. Like those, like, the, you know how the house shakes a little bit? And you, like, the things rattle just a little tiny bit when you hear footsteps. I would hear that constantly. And I'd, like, pause the TV and listen. Like, 20 minutes, like, go, like gone by. And sometimes I was supposed to be in bed, so I really had to be quiet. 30 minutes would go by. And I wouldn't hear any, no doors opening, no bathroom, no coughs, no breathing, no creaks, no nothing. And so I press play on the TV, turn the volume down. I'm listening, like basically fucking reading the subtitles now because the volume's so low. Footsteps again. I pause it. No doors, no bathroom, nobody's moving. Were they baby footsteps, dude? No, they were like grown man foot. They were like, like boom, boom, boom. Like I'm like footsteps. Like someone was with their heels walking with their heels through that like, down the hallway. That's exactly what it sounded like because I when somebody did walk down the hallway. I would be like, yeah, there you go, walking down the hallway, there, the, the door opened, right? It would be the same thing. I'd be like, okay, walking down the hallway, pause the TV, I'm waiting for the door to open, so the do- bedroom door to open, to hear the crack creaks of the, the hallway down the hall. There's nothing. It was just constant footsteps. And I'm telling Ooh. you, like almost every night, it was this this series of pausing the TV because I was like, I was thinking somebody was was coming. Maybe I mean, not that was I was always sneaking. But... Do you think any of them could have been sleepwalking? But you would have to open your door because we had air conditioners or heaters, so we always shut the door oh, to make shit. To... That's fucking. That's that, what I'm that's getting me, man. That's getting me in the fucking chills right the, now. The that pattern, scares me. the pattern of hearing that I would oh hear is God. door opens. Imagine if you heard a chair move in the kitchen. Yeah, Ooh. that'd be even creepier. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. the pattern or like that I would somebody hear. sit down on the couch and like crack open a beer or something. You'd be like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" I know that was this my place uncle, is haunted. My uncle Genie, man, because he died in that house and he used to drink beer. Yeah, Ooh, you want to hear a crazy Ooh. story like about somebody drinking? Okay. Um, my so my great grandpa from my father's side, 
yeah. was a Vietnam War vet. Um, but I didn't meet him until I was a teenager. Like, I thought my father's stepdad was his father. Nobody ever actually told me that, um, my grandma had got remarried or anything like that. That was a complete mystery to me as a kid. And she had, like, uh, six kids from the previous dad and then one from my grandfather now. And when I heard that he was, like, my step-grandfather, I, I didn't pay any mind to it because in, in my eyes, he was my grandfather. Mm. But it was weird how I met my uh, my grand, my dad's father, that grandpa, my I guess my first grandpa on that side. First grandpa, number yeah. one gramps. Whatever. Um, my dad asked if I wanted to go for a drive. And whenever my dad asked that, <laughs> the the general rule is to decline. <laughs> the chances are you're going to be sitting in a car for like an hour, hour and a half while he's inside doing some shysty business. But um, he pulls into this like random business parking lot that I'd never seen. And there's just this guy leaning against the car chain smoking cigarettes. And I get introduced as his granddaughter, like his first granddaughter from my father. And I have no idea what's going on because he barely speaks any English. A little down the line, he ends up moving in with us and he has really crazy flashbacks and they put him to sleep in the same room as my little sister. And she also sleeps in the same bed. So sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's completely pissed or he's had such an extreme... um, nightmare that that's relevant to what he went through that he he just gets up because he thinks he's hearing he's hearing bombs exploding and stuff he has crazy flashbacks that's fucking terrifying and my little sister is just subjugated to this even though she she was really young so i guess you can argue argue whether or not it had an effect on her but i'm sure it did but aside from that like um, there was one night where he was sitting out back in one of those plastic lawn chairs, just chain-smoking cigarettes, and there's another chair set up to the right of him, but you can't see if anybody's in there because it's dark and there's shadows and whatnot, but he's talking to somebody. Don't tell me it's a it's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, we go outside, and he's like, oh, yeah, say hi to my friend, like, blah, 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 who he was in the war with, who died while he was in Ooh. war. Yeah, it got really scary after that. Well, and I mean, that doesn't really scare that me that much. Like, it's just a ghost sitting in a chair, you know? <laughs> like, if, I feel like that's really not a scary thing to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's um, sitting uh, around shooting the shit. Except, he's probably like, just a, you, he's probably just like a man ghost. You he's haven't not like a even demon known this ghost. man for, for half of a week, and he has a ghost friend? What the fuck is that? Aside from that, like, my grandma used to tell me stuff like you can't go to bed um, without your feet uncovered because something will drag you under the bed and it happened to her because she didn't listen to her mom and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if, I wonder how much of this kind of stuff has to do with belief. Like, if you believe this kind of stuff, does it start to actually happen to you? Here's my theory on this. I will say, wait, in the last week, I just started sleeping without covers on my feet. In the last week, because in the last week, I just swimmed in a pool by myself, because that was one of my biggest fears growing up, was swimming in the pool by myself, because it's such an open space, and, like, you think you can only hear yourself, but, like, what if there's something else in there that you can't see 
that takes oh, you down. Oh, Jesus, Jasmine. That's and fucking you... a ridiculous fear. That's very scary, though. No, I'm telling you, that was one of, like, that and bathtubs. <clears throat> I was deathly afraid of bathtubs growing up. Of, of somebody having died in there and waiting to pull me in with them. <laughs> you watched is... way too many scary movies. Yeah. I actually wasn't allowed to watch scary movies as a kid <laughs> because if you watch a scary movie, you could be letting spirits into your house or your TV. Oh, your my God. Oh Jesus my God. Christ. So it's just like your, your, your family's thing is just like literally anything you do invites a ghost <laughs> into your life. Like, turn, don't turn the TV on. There's ghosts in the TV. Look out for um, when you when you make your bed, don't put all corners on at once because the ghost will get out of the bed and he'll fucking pull you under the bed and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> It's like, holy shit, do they, is anything innocuous? Is anything just like, no, no, that's fine. You can just get milk out of the fridge. It's fine. Like, no big deal. You can't even go to church. There's sins floating around waiting to pull you under the pew. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't go to the bathroom at night because if you look in the mirror at the witching hour, there's dance ghosting. There's, there's a giant dead shit in the, in the mirror. mirror. <laughs> um, there was a... Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting mad went, now. You know why I'm getting mad? Because it's it's scaring me a little bit, and then I'm thinking like, no, this shit is fucking ridiculous. Why am I scared? And now I'm like, all right, see, that's, that's what I was gonna but say. But as a kid, I I didn't have the enough world experience or life experience, common sense, whatever you want to call it. I, I I didn't I hadn't lived long enough to know that what I was being subjugated to. No, I'm not blaming Could've you. I'm not blaming you yeah, at all. No, I, I, I know you're not, but it's... I'm, just, um, I'm talking about the rest of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's really crazy to start to to break out of those fears. Yeah. Because going into it, um, I can I can feel my, my heart palpating and, you know, like all this other stuff happening intrinsically. And in my mind, I'm just like, you're going to be fine. Like, it's okay. Just swim across the pool. It's all right. Like, Adam was sitting outside of the pool, and in my head, I was freaking out. Because I was like, what if he closes his eyes and meditates, and I go down to swim? And he's meditating there and doesn't realize the amount of time that's lapsed, and I've just never come up. Mm. Like the end of uh, It Follows. Oh, can I ask you guys a question? Um, <coughs> keeping with the theme, what are your favorite scary movies? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, scary, as in, mm. like horror, uh, horror, just anything horror. horror. I would say Thirteen Ghosts or Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship is a really good. Ghost scary Ship one. was really funny, and it, it, when they cut all the heads off at yeah, once, that yeah, was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I like. I think um, like psychological thrillers are scarier. Baba Duke. Than horror movies. Ooh, the Baba Duke is a good probably movie. Probably my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah, Baba Duke's up there. I was I gonna like say uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island Shutter. is a really good seen creepy that. movie. Oh, you gotta watch that, man. That's uh, a good I don't movie. think that's scary though. I think it's 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 but like I I don't really. What scares me more than like someone jumping out like and a demon and shit like that is the possibility that you're so crazy that you cannot see out of your craziness. I'm you yeah. cannot, no matter what evidence is brought to you, no matter what experience you have, no matter how well it's explained, you cannot break out of that, that craziness. But that scares me more than anything else. Understanding that possibly shows that you aren't that fucking crazy. 
or I'm so crazy that I believe that that's a thing. How am I supposed to know? Oh, you see, man, what you can always flip it. What if you were so it. crazy and Seamus was so crazy that you guys believed I was real? Because I was the only one who would put up with all of your shenanigans. <laughs> and there's, just, there's just been... Oh, there's thanks just, a lot. There's been <laughs> enormous pauses in this podcast. Just huge lapses of silence. And people are like, what the fuck that is whole, going on? That whole Jasmine story earlier, that was like, that was like yeah, 10 yeah, minutes long. Like, it's just nothing. Or, and it's just us laughing at the same time, though. Have- Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have been you guys have convinced the audience by believing in me. You're a tulpa. You're a fucking tulpa. A tulpa that I exist. Jesus, Jazz has been a tulpa this whole time. This is what I was going to say about ghosts, ghosts and tulpas. Right? Don't give me. I think the the idea, like the the mythological kind of ghost thing, because I think ghosts are belong to mythology. I think. Uh, they become a real thing because they're based on uh, subjective reality. They're based on anecdotal stories of people saying, I felt creeped out, I turned around, and there was a shadow that I thought was a person. Like, you, And then, you know, it happened to my brother, and it happened to blah, blah, blah. Like, are you telling me this This is a coincidence? That Those type of eerie, uh, unexplainable coincidences, you know? Like, it, like, it seems too unlikely to, to occur randomly, humans need an answer for that kind of shit and and there seems to be a category of creepy experiences that fall under the ghost category and i think because it's been reported so many times over so long by so many people and there's this um structure that we say like yeah it's a ghost you know you've heard of you know ghosts like have you ever felt this experience have you ever been in a room and all of a sudden it gets really cold for no reason if that's a ghost you know and you're like oh shit that happened to me last saturday like ghosts are real you know or like and so people start to believe in in that narrative and it becomes a real thing because then once your your mom believes in it right you grow up and and she tells you like you're like, oh, I just got cold for some reason. She's like, yeah, it's a ghost. And if it gets to the point where Jasmine's family, it's like fucking everything is a ghost. Like, everything don't turn the ghost. oven on after six o'clock because the ghost <laughs> might, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Don't breathe oh, well, in. They're well, ghosts in the air. I have a question. Um, as a kid, this isn't a story. This is actually something that happened to me. I had a bunk bed growing up. And Was I it haunted? All- well i always slept on the top because my working theory was that if somebody robs the house they're gonna meet the bottom bunk before they have to climb the bottom to get to the top so i have a couple more seconds to live so i always slept on the top closest to the wall wow what where's the safest place in this room i'm gonna sleep in the closet yeah i always uh i noticed in uh high school and college that I always sit when I go to fast food places or like anywhere to eat. I always sit in the, in a corner chair where I can see the door yeah. and like the bathrooms, like any important doors and exits and, and exit or entrances. I always sit in a corner where I can see everybody sitting there. No yeah. one's behind me. You guys I, are always ready for the shit too. to go yeah. down, huh? All right, back yeah. to what I was saying. There's a bit of paranoia when you're a, like a psychological or uh, what do you call it? Psychological, pathological liar. Psycho, social, pathological lying. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Constantly lying. You're yeah. you're super paranoid. You have to keep your story straight. So I was always looking, always looking for shit. Waking, yeah. sleeping. Um. Well, we I, should talk about nightmares too, because it's the Halloween episode. But we can get to that later. I just wanted to throw that Ooh, idea out nightmares. There. As a as a kid, um, I remember. I don't even think my little sister was born yet. So, 
I was probably five going on six or just turned five, like within that time frame. And um, I was climbing to my top bunk because I had a little ladder um, that connected them. Mm-hmm. And as I, as I go up the ladder, I feel something grab my shoulders and I, I like, I feel myself being pulled and I fall into the laundry basket, but there's nobody in my room but me and the door is shut. Mm. And as a kid, I freaked the fuck out. Like, I didn't know, I I couldn't tell my parents because my parents would have probably told me that it was a fucking demon or something. The some demon shit. that came back with you on your in your birth. <sighs> oh, but, that's fucking uh, creepy, man. I, uh, that's fucking scary. Yeah, I was horrified as a kid. I I probably didn't even sleep that night because I I probably was crying so much that I would fall out and then instantly wake up again because I was so scared. So disprove that, Adam. You dick. You don't want hey, man, any I'm, Halloween fun, do you? And I'm, wait, I'm since only, I'm the, only here to support people, not tear them down. Yeah. And, uh, since then, I had I had a bunk bed until I moved out of my parents' house, but I always got onto the top bunk by jump. You know, the the bottom is a full and the top is usually a twin. So there's a little edge. So I would I mean, ledge. I would bounce off the full bottom bunk. And swing my feet to get onto the top. And I did that ever since then. Oh, or, God. like, as a little kid, I would have to, like, pull myself up a little because I was too fucking tiny. That is real fucking creepy, dude. But I never used the goosebumps. ladder. <laughs> I never used the ladder again. And, and I remember every time I reorganized my room, like, rearranged the furniture, I would put the ladder against the wall. Because I was just too freaked out by shit. All Adam had was a black baby. <laughs> um, oh, me and my really uncle scary. Jesse have the same scary story. Um, a couple years apart, but we had the same room at different intervals. And uh, in Florida, they have hurricane shutters. And one night he was when he, it happened to him, he was sleeping in his room, and he heard something like pounding on the hurricane shutters, like jumping on it. And we had dogs. The dogs never barked or anything. And, like, he told my parents. And they went and checked outside, and there was nothing. And it happened a couple times. And uh, I had the room after he moved out, and I got to get my own room. And the same thing happened to me. I'm sorry. My, my phone me. just beeped for a second, and it scared the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> this is like... It's okay. Whew. Just so uh, the audience knows, this is too much for your friend Seamus. He's going down. But I can't I- take all these spooks. <laughs> Get, out, get these spooks out of my country. <laughs> um, <laughs> when it happened, the same thing happened to me where it felt like something like jumped down onto the shutter from the roof. My shutters were closed, so it would have been impossible for something to jump down. But the window still vibrated. Mm. Mm. And, like, I told my uncle about it, and he was like, yeah, that kind of happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens there. You want to hear the cre- one of the creepiest experiences <laughs> of my life, which I always think about when I think about people who believe in ghosts. Because, like I said, I think all of these ancient kind of things that, are, that stick around for long periods of time are always based on some real nugget of truth. And I think the experience of, like I'm about to say, kind of feeds into the ghost story. So I went to Frankfurt Friends School. And interesting story about Frankfurt Friends is that they were a part of the Underground Railroad. And underneath their, the meeting house, you can actually um, 
see a part of the Underground Railroad where they used to, I, I think it was, there was either, it was just a hiding place where they would, like, let the slaves, like, stay there for a while, or it was a part of the actual underground tunnel. I can't remember, but uh, it was in the basement, like, behind the art room sink. Yeah, you know, basements like in the, are the way. scary, like, inherently. Yeah, and it, this building's really old. It's, like, it was built in, like, the 1800s, I want to say. So it's really fucked well, so obviously. So it has a lot of ghosts. Over 100 years of ghosts. Yeah, exactly. That, that, there's a lot of ghost stories of ghosts. at that. That's Celebrate how... with AFI. 100 years of ghosts. <laughs> and any time I see when a house was built, I'm like, ah, that's the possibility of somebody dying each year. <laughs> Yeah, that that's how. That's what you think, really? Yeah, dead o- serious. Optimistic. optimistic. <laughs> anyway, so the the creepy thing was, so they gave us a tour, right? And they were like, uh, you know, this is important for history, all this shit. And they open up this little fucking like trap door, and you look in, and it's just like it's staring into like a fucking pit of despair. It's so dark. It's Ooh. dirty. You know, it, the walls. It looks like somebody like blew it out with dynamite. It's not like you know, nice smooth walls. And as a kid, I was just imagining, like, ten people in there, dirty, it's dark, you know, they haven't seen light. And I was just like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Like, dirty that's black what, ass. Dirty black ass. Just <laughs> all up in this fucking slave house. I, I, that was it for me, man. And I was like, you know what? I can imagine, like, how hard it was. And you could almost feel, like, the echoes of the the really intense emotion of it you know yeah. like people cramped in there just because they had to because otherwise they were going back to getting beaten and sold you know yeah, it's probably terrifying yeah and so at that point that intense wave of emotion that hit i could understand why people would say like there is something significant about this experience um it must be or you know it fits in with the other things that i believe to call it a ghost you know i, I can see how that how that leap is made I feel like I'm more susceptible than Adam to becoming scared because I'm I'm very adamant. (laughs) Yes. Because because I have a dirty stinky puss and I (laughs) overdo Oh my god. Well now you Uh, know. (laughs) No, there there have been times where me and Adam were like going to bed. And, or Adam and I for you all, all you grammar fuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but where we said we were talking about something like, ooh, you better cover your feet. Like, ooh, I don't, I don't know what we we're talking about. But I literally got so scared that I think I might have started crying. Or yeah, like, I remember you were like, you were lying on the bed and you were like, oh my god, I just imagined what if somebody like was at the edge of the bed waiting to pull my feet oh, like over the edge and like down under the bed. And I was like, uh, yeah, you sound like my first graders. Like, what, what, what if George Clinton, I mean, what if, what if uh, Bill Clinton was in our, our living room right now? Like, what if? Like, what the fuck, what are we talking about? What if about? the ghost but, of Bill Clinton but, like, was in five, your living room? Five minutes later, Jasmine literally is crying. Like, I'm, I, I, know, I know it's ridiculous, but I'm just so scared right now. I was like, are you serious? Like, this is, this is crazy. Like, I really don't know. I, I just don't even know fear like that. I don't know fear like that. Sometimes. And that's not something like, I'm not trying to be macho because I get scared of, of yeah. things, but I, I don't know fear like that. You know what Sometimes really scares me, man? Birth defects. People. Birth defects scare you? Yeah, yeah they scare yeah, the fuck like out of me, too. Biological shit scares the fuck out of me. I was, ah, uh, man, like, I feel, I was, uh, is it is it like, I know it's not PC, but is it, is it, do people get mad if you say, like, special needs people scare me? 
Are you allowed oh, to say that? Oh, no, you are totally not allowed to say that, dude. There's no way. Even though, look, it's true, I'm right? I'm just saying. They if scare you look the fuck at somebody, out of me. I, I mean, I don't know if I would say scare, but I know what you mean. Like, you look at somebody who's, like, deformed or disabled, and it's kind of, you get that pang of, like, oh, man. Like, I, don't, I don't think that should be looked negatively is this upon, though, like, because it should be a biological, uh, you know, genetic thing for us to look at people who have birth defects or are genetically deformed or become deformed over time and Hmm, become turned off by it because we want to mate with the best possible person we can so that our children have the best genomic material. According to evolution according well, I, okay, to evolution I, yeah, yeah I so think, we, i think what scares me i don't me. think people should should be should be mad about somebody uh you having know a natural reaction yeah having a reaction to that yeah because it's, it's different not like, than it's like, not like throwing you eggs at people. them you're not treating him like like hunch, hunchback in notre dame at the festival you know yeah you're just not you're just saying like i'd rather not be around you <laughs> that's cool yeah, I mean, you make me uncomfortable. I think what it is is they remind me of the fragility of life, you know, and yeah. I'm just like, God damn, like that could easily be me, you know, or anybody yeah. really. That's just a fucking crazy thing that had that, I, that sucks. I think if we didn't make such a big deal out of the political correctness of the issue, right? If if people weren't trying to make you feel guilty for having that reaction of like, ooh, your body is fucked up, you know, which is the truth. It's just a, it's just a true fact. Your body is fucked. It's not. It didn't come out right. And there's a, an evolutionary natural reaction to be like, oh, you know, like that kind of visceral thing. Yeah. And I don't I think if we don't vilify that, if you just allow that to happen because it's a natural fucking process, then what happens is you have that reaction and then you get over it immediately, you know, and you can acknowledge it and be like, yeah, your body's fucked up. And, you know, that's it can be rough, you know, yeah. but let me. OK, now I'm, I'm past that. Let me find out who you are. What's your personality like? Because I see yeah. your body's fucked up, you know? So I mean, I've, I've told you guys my my plan for... <laughs> Wait, I watch, oh, I just, I'm just watching for the Special life. Olympics in the dark, you know, getting real spooked <laughs> out. I definitely told you... Uh, you know, you guys know how the Spartans and you know, like ancient civilizations treated stuff like that. They didn't keep them around. Yeah, they, yeah, they tossed them off the cliff. cliff. Yeah. So I don't think people should be suing people because their wheelchair can't go up a ramp, or it's like, ex- or you have you were born with epilepsy and now you can't go on this ride. That's not that's not a reason to fucking sue someone, you know, like. Our civilization, I think people... We, we could have given you the cliff, is what Kevin yeah. was saying. That's exactly what I'm you saying. You better be grateful you're alive, motherfucker. Because you better be thankful we didn't give you the cliff. Because How dare people, you sue me? People post shit like, um, I saw, I saw a young... <laughs> Stop. Like, I saw a young so man funny. help this old woman carry her groceries to the car. Like, oh, like, look at this generous tip. I'm restored in humanity. Like, your humanity shouldn't have ever left because of how we treat people who have special needs and, like, other defects now. Like, we're much, much more humane. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, we could, we could turn a blind eye to that instantly i think you know it's going to happen too if we ever take a a hit uh economically like a real hit not like a oh oh, we had a depression if we like if the power goes out for like a a long period of time or something you can't put your your pre-born kid in an incubator yeah exactly there's gonna be a lot of people who die and there's gonna be a lot of of chaos and and shit like like all those 
really high quality social services that keep people alive for long periods of time are going to dry up instantly. Like, bitch, you better jump on that bike and pedal. Pedal like that baby's life deserves it. Because it does. Yeah. All life is precious. <laughs> Even deformed babies. Deformed people, your lives are, are very precious. I just know. There's a beauty in it. There's a beauty in it. It's up, you know, it's, my whole thing is, ever since uh, listening to Ram Dass, it's kind of like, if you, if you can't look at everything and see beauty somehow, I think that's your fault. I, I can understand you having a reaction and, and having a natural reaction to what something that's hideous. What about sunken in faces? That's scary. It, okay, that's scary, but then you can talk to that person, right, and get to know them, right? That I mean, that's I'm, I'm not what saying I'm saying it's possible because the sunken in part was on the bottom half of their face. All right, here's my here's my real answer. Yeah, to what that, if the right? second part was evil, say, dude? What if the other face was evil? If 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 it's evil, mm-hmm. there's a different set of rules. All right, because evil <laughs> always deserves to be exterminated. I was what, actually slice them in half? thinking that's about up, evil today because I was thinking about my past birthdays and. People were asking me what I was doing for my birthday, and I was like, I really don't have any plans because I don't want to make plans and then have another bittersweet or, you know, sad birthday. Or I'm, I know I'm not going to get beat on my birthday because I don't live with my parents, but, you know, things along those lines. And I was like, you know what's complete bullshit that that bad that bad things happen to good people and like you know those sayings because i was like there are no bad or good things there is just life like classifying them are bad or good is your uh it's just you putting your own uh interpretation yeah your own interpretation on like the word gay or fag like farts are good you know (laughs) couldn't get through one episode without saying it sorry guys (laughs) But that's, that's, but I'm just saying it's like that. Like there there's no bad or good. There is just that's essentially what I was gonna say about deformed, deformed people. Is that if you like it's up to you to to look at a deformed person and be like, uh yeah, your body's fucked up. But that's just how life happens sometimes. So it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, I think that's 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 the 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 win-win because you don't have the politically correct reaction of like pretending that you're not a, not like. You know, you don't you don't find that to be upsetting in some way. You know, like to pretend to be like, oh, I don't even see a problem. Like, oh, are you disabled? Are you? Oh, you're deformed. What? I didn't even notice. Like, all right, yeah, okay. I, like my I face think is sunken people in, acting like that is ridiculous, and I, I feel like that, that could be even more hurtful than somebody just turning a blind eye to the person because. They've probably encountered people who treat, who just turn away, you know, yeah. more than people who think that they're doing the right or good thing by, you know, like, oh, I didn't even notice you didn't have any legs in one arm, <laughs> you know, like, like shit like that. You know, can I tell you a funny story? I went to a wedding um, and uh, there was a girl in the elevator with me who was blind, but I didn't know. And that was the one day that I didn't have contacts in. So I kept saying to my friend, I kept saying, God, fucking damn it. I can't see fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think this has been conversations for our grandkids. The spooky Halloween edition. Spook. Uh, well, this has been conversations for our grandkids. Like I said, spooky dookie Halloween. If you if you left and you were too scared, 
You know, <laughs> I understand. Ninety seventy two one hundred to play video games with us. That's the code. Leave us a comment on iTunes or CandyMunchers.com. Leave it on the uh, the conversation specific page. Uh, yeah, we're on Twitter tw- at convo for grandkids. Four is the number four. Uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter, basic underscore shrimp. Seamus is at shambles Murphy. Tell us your deepest, Jasmine darkest fear. Ranger. And uh, let's do a nightmare lightning round. So uh, somebody who has a nightmare, mm, go first. I like that. Nightmare, nightmare. Li- okay, one time I woke up. The only time I ever woke up screaming in my life was because I got out of bed in my dream. And I go downstairs. And, and before I can get to the bottom of the stairs, who walks out but the like classic version of death? And he just starts screaming. Oh, and shit. I woke up screaming, too. Yeah, I That's my that. nightmare. That. All right, good. Jasmine? Um, I can't round. remember what the my last nightmare was, but I remember waking Adam up in the middle of the night because I was crying. Because I had woken up crying because my dream was so scary. But as soon as I had woken up, I couldn't remember my dream, except that I was horrified by it. Mm. Adam? Nightmare. Uh, last horrible dream that I had. It wasn't so scary as it was horrible, but uh, Jasmine and I lived in a village, like a very traditional village where we were like hunting with spears and that kind of thing. And because I was like a, you know, a grown adult in the community. A big manly man. A strong manly man, you know, in shape, <laughs> you know, young guy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even bragging. It's just, it, these are just facts. These are just facts. Um, it was my job to basically do the hunting and that kind of thing, protect the village, and if need be, you know, do acts of violence in in for the village, you know, whether it's in the name of God, in the name of the village to keep the people safe. <laughs> um, so the first thing that happens is a group of lions fucking like jumps into our village, and I was like, oh fuck, like I gotta, I gotta go, gotta do my job. So I go grab some spears, and I'm just chucking them at these lions, and it was really tense, right? I killed this first one, got him right in the heart, then I ran to the other one. Uh, and I kept missing, right? And as this, as I'm throwing the, the spears at the lions, they're kind of transforming into lion-esque animals. You know, they're not really lions oh, anymore. And by the end of it, after I killed the last one, I look and there's like a human, one of them like transformed into a human boy, right? And I stabbed him like in the gut. <laughs> oh my right? God. Oh, it's horrible. He's like seven years old. Wow. So I run up to him. I run up to him. I mean, maybe seven. I, he was really young. So I Damn. run up to him, and I'm holding him in, in my arms, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I stabbed a seven-year-old, and I'm looking at him, and, he, you know, he's got to die because I, there's this feeling, and this is a dream, so not all the details make sense, but I had this feeling that he's already injured. He's one of the enemy, you know, that kind of thing. He's got to die because this is just how this, this system works, and I've got to do it because I'm the person who does that in this village. And I'm looking down at the boy, and he's crying in pain, but he's looking at me like... You know, I understand you have to do this. Just, you know, just get it over with. And I'm looking up and the people in the village are looking down at me like, come on, man, get it over with. Like, you got to do this. So I I go and I stab this boy again and he's crying and I didn't stab him in the right place. He didn't (laughs) die quickly. This is a lightning round, man. Dude, I got to get this off my chest. (laughs) And I end up just killing this this fucking kid, man. I had to kill a a, a little kid in my dream. And it was just because it was my duty. What if it was... Happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was your mind getting you ready for a zombie apocalypse? Then I said, thank you, Brian. Yeah, and I'd like to give a little shout out to my boo bear, poopy doopy Adam George. Mm -hmm. Because uh, he got me a motherfucking pasta maker for my birthday, and that was dope. And to Seamus Millar, a.k.a. Shambles Murph, Murph, (laughs) because he he gave me a a movie gift card, and and my nigga knows I love the movies. And (laughs) on top of that, these were probably the most 
the two most practical gifts I've ever got in my lifetime, and they happen yes. to come on the same birthday. Nice. Round of a round of applause for us. We did it. <laughs> we did it. I'm gonna put some bats in there so it sounds like scary Halloween claps. <laughs> or a Dracula laughing. Yeah, a Dracula. Maybe I'll just put a bunch of them. <laughs> Every four seconds. All right. Well, this has been conversations for our our dead grandkids because it's a Halloween special. I feel I feel good and a little bit scared. Yeah. I'll die happy